Week three of the NFL preseason is right around the corner, guys. And in this video, we're going to be talking about the two-game slate on Thursday. Welcome, guys. My name is DK. Again, I cover content for NBA, NFL, DFS, as well as player pop sites like Prize Picks and um, Underdog. The sponsor of the video is Oddsjam. I have the their sports book screen up right now. Uh, taking a look at uh, all the odds here for NFL week three. We can take a look at the two games today. We got Steelers, Falcons. Again, Steelers are four and a half point favorites here. And Colts and Eagles, uh, the Colts are also four and a half point favorites. But um, I will have uh, a video kind of going a little bit more in depth on a lot of these tools. I already have a video breaking down their um, fantasy optimizer for prize picks, underdog sites like that. Um, but yeah, super excited to be working with Odd Jam. If you guys are interested in signing up, you can use the code DKDFS for 25% off your first month. I will have it linked in the description below. All right, so uh, before we get into the play-by-play -play breakdown, let's uh, recap everything from last night. First, I wanted to say that I did tweet out this data for free. Um, so uh, the week two data for these games, I did put on Twitter. Now, all this stuff for the rest of the games will be on Patreon. So Friday slate, I already have it up on Patreon. I'll be working on Saturday uh, and Sunday uh, tonight and tomorrow. Get all that data up on Patreon. It's a pretty significant edge for both DFS and when you're uh, betting player prop markets. Again, these are for all... Uh, Patreon members here uh, that sign up uh, either the DFS package or the gold package. So all this data I tweeted out for free. If you do enjoy, make sure to give that a like. Really does help me out. And um, yeah, so going over some other stuff here. So recapping. Um, well, let's first oh, let's first go where are we at. Um, okay, so we had some. Okay, where, 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 where? Um, okay, so there is a pretty significant edge here. We got news, Washington starters. So all indications were for majority of the day that the starters weren't going to play a ton. And then we got news about 30 minutes before lock that the Washington starters were going to play a half. And that was a huge edge. Posted that on Patreon, talked about that in the stream, how I love the Washington starters in tournaments. They were all like 5 to 10% owned. And they basically all smashed. They all smashed. Now, who is one guy that was just relatively okay from the Washington starters who I played? Darren McLaurin. Got injured. Keeping the streak going. Every single slate so far in the preseason, I've had an injury. Is, I, there's not much more I need to say, right? They're like... Let me know in the comment section. Like, seriously, I need to know. Am, am I not going crazy here? Do I seriously not run the worst ever? McLaurin at 5% and he gets injured. And I've had an injury every day. And then Keith Mitchell played him in the second half showdown. He gets injured. I'm literally losing my mind here, guys. Let me know. I seriously want to know in the comment section what you guys think. If you guys have been watching my content all preseason, I want to let me know. Or if you just go back to the Summer League, too. Close to 20 injuries in two-week stretch. I don't think it's humanly possible to run worse than me. I really don't. And people always get mad. Well, okay, you try making content, and you deal with at least one injury every single day. Every single site that you play, you deal with an injury, and you deal with an injury. And you want to come on and say, oh, it's sun sunshine and rainbows. Everything's okay. It's like, no, man, I'm putting so much time into it. I'm getting constantly screwed with horrific luck. So, um, and honestly, it's supposed to make you laugh, right? The tilts are supposed to make you laugh. When I see someone tilt on Twitter, like when I see Jesse tilt on Twitter, I think it's hilarious because we all deal with this stuff. Um, but yeah, it's, it's incredible. And look, look at this, right? Look at this. 
$500. Justice Hill goes over on three touches, man. Like that, that prop probably goes under 85% of the times, 28 and a half rushing plus receiving just breaks off three long touches. Like, oh my gosh. If he goes under, that's 500 bucks. Now I still profited uh, on this slip, but man, that was very, very tilting. And here's a few winners um, from, uh, from DFS. Uh, $1 here in the hundred takedown. Love to see that 18 and about $200 total. Again, a clutch Washington news right before lock. Uh, most of the field missed it. Most of those big, like most of the field missed the Washington news. So here's a few other big winners. Um, first and second place in a tournament. That's like what, like $1,500 right there. Um, what else do we got? Uh, 300 into like $1,200. Um, another huge night. Uh, again, I just posted a few of these, um, but you can check that out on Twitter. Um, it was great. It was great. Except for uh, me, who again, I dealt with all the injuries because no one else runs worse. All right, so that's a recap of everything. Again, if you do guys, if you guys do enjoy me tweeting out all that data for free, uh, please go g- give that some love on Twitter. And uh, let's get into it. So, Pittsburgh Atlanta again. It's the first game here. Um, so for Pittsburgh, what do we know? Well, the Steelers starters are going to play. Uh, but we don't know how much. Here's kind of the quotes. Uh, Mike Tomlin expects those who are healthy will play in preseason week three. However, the roster cut deadline rapidly approaching. Don't be surprised to see less time for the starters. Coach Tomlin said. Against the Falcons, we'll play the first group until we uh, get a level of satisfa- uh, satisfaction with their play. Doesn't mean all starters will play. So I'm not expecting a ton of run here for the starters, and it makes it tough because Pittsburgh does have four quarterbacks. Um, so Pickett, Morgan, Rudolph, and Mitch Trubisky. So it's kind of a stay away here for me from these quarterbacks um, because it looks like all four, four quarterbacks will play. Pittsburgh in general is one of my least favorite teams to target. They're just deep at every position. Last week at running back, they played one, two, three, four, five. They played six running backs. Now, there was running back, one running back that got a good chunk of work. That was Anthony McFarland playing about 38% of the snaps. Nine carries and 11 routes. So, um, McFarland would probably be, if I had to pick a Steelers running back, I think it would be him. Um, don't think I would get to Harris or Jalen Warren. Um, and then maybe a little bit interesting in the rookie, Valaday. Um, but, uh, yeah, McFarland would probably be the guy. And then wide receiver, again, they played a ton of guys here. A ton of guys for Pittsburgh played last week. Um, let's see, we got what? Uh, I'm going to make this a little bit bigger uh, on my end. Sorry, I have my spreadsheet up on the other on the uh, other screen here. But yeah, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. They played ten guys. One guy though played an insane amount of snaps. Like really weird. Gunnar Ozakowski played seventy seven percent of the snaps. Seventy seven percent of the snaps. Um, he had uh, ran thirty routes and had five catches and seven targets. So yeah, he's definitely an interesting play. The guy that played the next most was Cody White. Forty eight percent of the snaps ran twenty one routes. Um, I think, again, if I'm looking to the Steelers guys outside of those two that I mentioned, it would be more of the back-end guys. So I'm probably not going to look to many of the starters. Um, but, yeah, probably more of these you know, back-end guys um, is where I would look if I'm going to pick any more Pittsburgh uh, wide receivers. And looking at the tight ends for Pittsburgh, so uh, five tight ends did play. Um, you did have uh, Darnell Washington play 44% snaps and run 15 routes. Uh, so I think he's probably the preferred option here for me. Um, again, kind of on the uh, uh, deeper or farther down the depth chart. So he'd be my preferred option of these um, Steelers tight ends. All right, let's take a look at Atlanta. So Atlanta, we don't know. I was doing some digging. Couldn't find anything for certain uh, to see if they're going to play in the preseason finale. Now, we'll, we'll probably get news maybe the day of. Uh, that's kind of what we got last game with Atlanta. Like, I was a little bit unsure um, of, of if the starters were going to play. And then we got news that they were going to play. Um, 
Right now, I think we, my best guess is we get probably similar run of maybe like a quarter or so for the starters. Short week, uh, that's just my guess, but we'll we'll keep an eye on it. So Ritter played 25% snaps, Woodside 16%. It was Taylor Heineke that played 59% of the snaps. And then we saw in week one again, Woodside uh, played 100% of the snaps. So um, Ritter, unless we hear that he's going to play a lot more, I probably can't do it. Um, but uh, if we do get news that he's playing at half or something, and obviously he's going to be quarterback that have interest in, if he's out and it's just Heineken and Woodside, then both Heineken and Woodside would be good uh, quarterback options. Looking at the running back position here for Atlanta, so um, they played four running backs last game. Or We'll tackle that guy, plus Clint Rakovich, tackle more of a fullback. But um, yeah, Bijan Robinson, Algier, Washington, and Godwin. Um, and it was Washington and Godwin that played a majority of the snaps here. Algier barely played. Bijan Robinson played 17% of the snaps. So unless we are the starters are going to play a lot more, I'm going to stay away from Robinson. I'm going to stay away from Algier. I don't think Patterson will be available here. So that just leaves Washington and uh, Godwin. So my opinion, the two of the best running back plays at the slate. Um, Washington, the rookie, good pass catcher. Godwin just been getting an insane amount of carries through the first couple of weeks. Um, he had, uh, I did not uh, post correctly. Hmm. I'll go back and update that. Um, the carries, I think I put, uh, yeah, I'll just go update that for, for Atlanta. But um, he, he did get a lot of carries last game. So um, Godwin and, uh, and Washington, I think, are both pretty good options here. Uh, two of the better running back plays uh, of the slate, in my opinion. Uh, looking at wide receiver for Atlanta. So you had 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11 wide receivers played. Really no one played more than like 30% of the snaps, which is pretty gross. Um, so... Uh, yeah, I mean, unless the starters get rolled out, it'll probably be a situation I stay away from. Arcega Whiteside played 32% snaps, ran 15 routes. Malone played 32% snaps, ran 13 routes. Harris, 33% of snaps, 14 routes. That was the most out of anyone on the team. Starters basically played like 10 to 15% snaps. So, um, nothing, nothing amazing there for Atlanta at the wide receiver position. Looking at tight end for Atlanta. So they played six guys, um... Again, starters didn't get a lot of run. Parker Hesse played the most 46% of the snaps, so only 11 routes. John Fitzpatrick, 39% of the snaps, 16 routes. Those guys are okay tournament plays. Moving on to the Colts. So what do we know about the Colts right now? That uh, Anthony Richardson will start, and the other starters will be on a case-by-case decision. So we'll see. And he did not play last game. We never really got confirmation on that. Um, last game, they did only play two quarterbacks, Allinger and Minshew. Allinger played 63% of the snaps, so... Hopefully we get some clarity on how long exactly Anthony Richardson's going to play. If it's like a three-way split, then it might be a stay-away situation. If we know Anthony Richardson's playing like a quarter and a half to two quarters, then I think he's one of the better quarterback plays in slate because he's rushing upside. So we'll monitor that. Um, if he's only going to play a very little amount, like only one drive, then I would have Anderson Ellinger, who is very mobile as their QB3. So um, hopefully we'll get some clarity there. Look at the running backs here for the Colts. Um, Nothing amazing. They played five running backs. No one played more than 30% of snaps. Funk, 30% of snaps. Evan Hall, 22%. Um, Evan Hall did run 11 routes. Uh, Funk, 12 routes. Again, relatively even distribution, though. So uh, all these Colts running backs for me are just tournament plays. Wide receivers for the Colts. Again, starters case-by-case basis. We'll see. Um, last week, they played one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine receivers. Um, you did not see Pittman. Um, you did not see Pierce, uh, so we'll see if they end up playing. If they do play, again, I think they could have 11. Um, so, uh, you know, relatively disgusting, but there was one guy that played a lot, and that was Jawan Winfrey. He played 69% of the snaps, 30 routes. Um, that is very, very appealing for a guy kind of on the back end of the depth chart. So 
Um, he would be the guy I'd look to probably. Uh, Downs uh, started uh, that game, but only put 25% of the snaps. Um, not ideal either. Look at tight end uh, for Indianapolis. Played four tight ends last week. Um, relatively evenly split. I mean, 33% of the snaps for Jacobson, 36% from Malloroy, uh, 37% for Eubanks, uh, Farrell Brown, 30%. Um, this Will Malroy guy played, uh, or ran 15 routes, two catches, two targets. Um, again, they're a little bit banged up, so um, I think he would probably be the guy I would look to uh, their fifth-round pick um, if I was going to play a Colts tight end. I think he looks like one of the better tight end plays probably on the slate. And then finally, the Eagles. We don't have anything definitive, but they like never really play the starters, or they never really play uh, yeah, their, their main guys much in the preseason, so I'm not expecting to see Hurts. Last game, it was just McKee and Mariota that played. We did not see Ian Book at all. Um, Mariota was not, did not look good. Um, he's a veteran. We'll see if he plays. I could see maybe him resting and them giving a lot of run to McKee and then maybe some back and run for Book. Uh, but right now, I think of these, of these Eagles quarterbacks, I think my favorite would be Tanner McKee. He's actually looked pretty solid out there. Running backs, so they played five running backs last week. That would be the uh, Eagles. Um, Eddie Brooks by far played the most, 44% of the snaps. You only saw a couple snaps for Boston Scott, only a few for, for Gainwell. Sermon played 29% of the snaps. He did get a little bit banged up. And then Rashad Penny played a little bit as well. Um, so, again, I'm not expecting to see a ton of, like, Swift, Penny, Gainwell, Boston Scott. So I think the two guys look to be Sermon and Brooks. And we'll keep an eye on the news for Sermon if he's available. If he's not, then I think Kennedy Brooks to stand out as one of the better running back plays the slate. The guy at the end of the depth chart who, again, played 44% of the snaps. So um, we'll monitor the news there for Philadelphia. Looking at the wide receiver positions, they did have some injuries. Um, so don't expect to see the starters for the Eagles, right? So Brown, Smith, Watkins, he got banged up too. Um, Kobe's injured. Cleveland's in the IR. Rambo's on the IR. Um, Greg Ward uh, also um, a little bit banged up. So. That doesn't leave a ton of guys here for the Philadelphia Eagles, right? Um, Zacchaeus can play last game, but uh, did deal with an injury. Um, so that could just leave, what, Allen, Kane, Hasselwood, Nagata, King. They might only have five wide receivers uh, for Thursday. Last week, they played one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Um, again, Cleveland had a scary injury. He's out. Um, Greg Ward, I don't think plays, uh, and then Zacchaeus, I don't think plays as, as well. So you, you might just see five guys here. If that's the case, then all I think the Philadelphia wide receiver position would be my favorite group to target on the slate. Uh, Nagato would probably be my favorite overall. I think he'll be the most popular. The rookie, he played the most of anyone last week, fifty-seven percent of snaps. But really, any of these guys, I think, would be good options if all those guys are out. They only have five wide receivers. I would like Devin Allen. I would like Kane. I would like Castle and Nagata King. I would have interest in any healthy wide receiver if they only have five guys. Um, they would all be five of the five of the best wide receiver plays in the slate, in my opinion. And then tight end for Philadelphia. Uh, we saw five tight ends play. Um, nothing amazing here. Tyree Jackson, 35% of the snaps, 15 routes. Dan Arnold, 33% of the snaps, 12 routes. Those would probably be the two guys I'd look to if I was going to pick anyone here for Philadelphia. All right, guys, so that's going to wrap it up for the video, uh, player by play breakdown. Um, if you do enjoy, again, make sure to like, subscribe to the notification bell. Also, we got FIBA World Cup, basketball World Cup starting Friday morning. I'm going to have some content up maybe tonight, if not tomorrow. So be on the lookout for that. I am super, super excited to grind that as well as NFL preseason. So it's going to be a very busy weekend for myself. Also, you better believe I'll be posting a lot of player props um, over on Patreon for both prize picks and underdogs. So if you guys are interested in that, check it out. Link down below. Um, had an amazing month betting on player props. Um, insane ROI. You can check out my picket. Um, but uh, yeah, hoping to keep that going. And uh, enjoy the rest of your night, guys. We'll see you all in the next video. Um, thanks again for watching.